Hello, hello. Testing one, two. Testing one, two. All right. Sounds like this thing is on. Guess what, Cutters? The return, partially for at least a little bit, of the Wiz Kid, formerly known as the Kid. Yes, I still go by partially the Kid because if you saw me, you would not guess my age. And sometimes, if you ask my wife, she would say, "See, I still act like a kid." But Wiz Kid's better. Uh, it's another nickname I have, so it's more fitting for one reason that you will find out later. And another reason is I kind of am a little smart, just a wee bit. I mean, I've, as we discussed before, I was valedictorian in high school. I've gotten an engineering degree and MBA, neither, neither of which caused me to pay tuition because of my academia. Um, was magna cum laude and also beta gamma sigma which is the top like five or ten percent in grad school um and then if that really didn't convince you i am also a member of mensa which technically is the iq society it's just i just looked this up just to know for this podcast but evidently it's people who score in the top two percent on some tests or basically the top two percent of iq people in the world so that plus me acting and looking like a kid sometimes the whiz kid that's where you will find me whiz kid ctc on twitter and that will be who i am from now on and of course that means i have whiz kid jr and mrs whiz kid as well all right uh that's enough of the intro uh, we're going to take a quick break and then come back and dive into some news, um, a really important funeral that happened, and then sports and fatherhood. Peace. All right, everyone. WizKids here. As I mentioned before, I'm back. Uh, for a special guest appearance. Before I go on, I do want to note that our podcast is still brought to you by FoodSaveAmerica.com and BreakTheMajority.com. It is very, 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 very important to get out and vote. Rock the vote, vote or die, whatever you have to say to make yourself get out and go to the ballot. So mail it in or whatever it is. You should have early voting in your state. Go to these websites, figure out where you can vote. Figure out what the people are actually talking about so you're not voting just on people and then realize that, you know, later on their policies are completely against you and are killing you. All right. So you haven't heard me in a while. I've been, of course, keeping up, still chatting with the counselor. So a lot. If you haven't heard this, the podcast before, him and I don't agree on a lot of stuff. So. A lot of what you will hear me say here is just the opposite side of what he says. This is what I think. One of the really many reasons that makes our podcast interesting is we do tend to agree on some stuff, but there's a lot of stuff we see differently. So you will get both sides of it. We don't just fall in line and say, oh, well, one person said, so it must be true. We should all just go with it. No, we think for ourselves, disagree on things, and then we let you decide. So um, just tweet at us at cut the caca and let us know like how much i make more sense than him basically that's pretty much all you have to do if for some odd reason you agree with him you can just put that in there as well but mostly just just roll with me it makes sense i'm the logical one 
Uh, so a couple episodes ago, of course, and if you have been paying attention to the news, you see a whole bunch of stuff happened with 45, most notably uh, Comey. Now, basically, everybody's like, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, all the pieces are falling, it's the tip of the iceberg, whatever other random idioms you can come up with. Now, this would be nice, and for a very factual and very great legal analysis of this, great idea you should definitely go back and listen to our episode where the counselor went through what theoretically and legally by the books should happen here and what is going on to understand the magnitude of what's happening i don't disagree with the legal backup and understanding one he is the licensed lawyer i am not so i will not debate that what i will say is that doesn't mean jack Basically, I have no confidence whatsoever that 45 will be impeached. Um, Like, that's not from this whatever from James Comey just saying, oh, he did some cheating or Russians or whatever it is. Like, we have proven multiple and multiple times that this president can do whatever he wants, say whatever he wants, lie, change his mind, say stuff that you can clearly prove is false. Um, like he just made some he made some accusations about like tech companies holding down suppressing um, news and specific ones who did not um, show advertisements for his State of the Union where they did for Barack and most notably one of his own users I think it was on Reddit had a screenshot and has a post supporting and celebrating this event of advertising for his state of the union that he claims is did not even happen. So he said it didn't happen. He actually, the bad part is like the, I believe the logo of this company changed in the meantime and he the picture he showed was the old logo, which they weren't even using. So he just took whatever somebody's made up and lied and, and, you know, has posted it to the top of his Twitter handle. And it's just, it's a complete lie. Like you say, somebody did something it's very easy to prove that it's false. So, I agree. He, But he does that all the time. That's my point. He does that. You know, before he even became president, everybody was like, oh, there's no way this guy can become president. It was like, oh, there's no way he's going to re- win the Republican primary. Oh, he did. This is awesome. No way he's going to win. We're definitely going to kill them. All the Democrats were saying, oh, a tape came out. He said, grab her. And, you know, private parts, you can't say that and be president and have multiple people with uh, allegations against you that clearly you have sexually assaulted. You can't do that because everybody else who does it in private and public sector has to step down. But, yeah, he's still president. Well, you can't just walk out on NAFTA and walk out on the Iran deal and also make friends with North Korea and make friends with Russia. And, you know, you no president doesn't do that. Mm, all that's happened. Uh and you can't just like back to Russia. You can't go on the no, on the international stage and call all of your in- country's intelligence agencies liars, saying that you don't believe any of the research they've done, which they have proof of. But you believe this random dude who just said, "Yeah, I didn't do it," and then come back and say, "Oh, wait, wait, that's not what I meant to say. I just misspoke." So you clearly can just get up, say one thing when you're in somebody's face, come back later, realize that it was a terrible thing to say. And say you change your mind. No. 
like you can do all this we've and uh, completely separately but we've we've seen the like much lesser people like i don't know local officials local police officers people can get away with doing anything they can, you know, like they can kill people with evidence on tape and still nothing happens to them. So you're trying to tell me this man, who is the most powerful person in the free world as by the office, can not get away with what he's talking about, what we're talking about. He, you know, evidently paid some people to keep something quiet that it theoretically helps him to win the office. Now, obviously, if that's true and it's proven, it should not allow him to stay in the office because that just opens the door for everyone else who's running. Why Why not lie, cheat, commit crimes if you can get in? Because once you get in, nobody can do anything for you. So I completely agree that, like, actually not doing anything here is sets a terrible precedent. It basically means that anybody who wants to be president can lie, cheat, do whatever they want as long as they win. Because once they get in, even if it can be proven, nothing's going to happen. And that's literally what I think is going to happen here. I think that, like, as of now... I have not seen any evidence. Um, there was talk, you know, in in the in the council's podcast of there's definitely evidence behind this. I'm not one. Maybe maybe it's just me, but I don't believe until I see anything. I'm not gonna say anything. Like I'm just not gonna assume there's evidence because of something. If I don't see it, then it doesn't exist. Until I actually see it, then it's like, oh, okay, they're great. I'm not just gonna be like there probably is some. Mm, maybe you would think so, but until there is something that's definitely you know, tape and probably emails and something that's very clear. There's been tapes that have been emails where there's every single time the president's office comes out and says, oh, that's taken out of context. That's not really what he meant. And everybody's like, ah, okay, that's cool. It wasn't what he meant. Can't do anything about it. If he says he didn't do it and says it wasn't what he meant, it's okay. I mean, he's clearly, he from the from things of like, he said he this meeting never happened. Okay, it did happen in the towers. Okay, we're just asking about one thing. no. We proved that you were asking actually about Hillary stuff. Okay, just we changed our decision again, changed our story again. We were talking about that, but it's okay. There was no collusion. Like you can, he changes his story every single time, continuously lies, and it doesn't matter. So even if he comes out, oh, he was lying about that. He did some stuff. So what? Like this is literally, I feel like this has all the stars and wars have to align. Like in a not so great movie, Thor two, if you happen to remember that when all the worlds lined up. There was a there was a group of people who were waiting for all the stars to line up because some amazing things would happen. That's how everybody is. They're just holding on. Like, if everything lines up, 45 is going down. No, all the worlds are not going to line up. And even if they do, it's going to be just like in Thor 2. Like, the people who were waiting for the worlds to align still lost. What they thought was going to happen did not happen. Um, I mean, of course, I, I still don't see any evidence. So I know that the council is actually, you know, getting a little biblical on me talking about you know he's uh he's, he's putting his faith into things into evidence not seen uh which is actually you know directly from the bible but like that's that's a different type of faith when i think of that i don't think about that in a human way but anyway i assume there's no evidence into this real proof and even if like they would this takes me back to boondocks you would have if you have him on tape holding his birth certificate with today's paper or the that day's paper hand on Bible, state his social security number, and say, yes, I did this specifically so I could cheat and win the election, and I don't care, you can't do anything with me. Like, that's what it would take for him to even be considered for anything. And even if you have that, 
somebody has to say that it's okay to indict a sitting president, which has been argued both sides. And from what I've seen, most recently, it's the answer, no, you probably won't go that far. And then he still has been like, he can just pardon himself. So all these things have to align, have to indict, has to be pardoned, all these things. Like, I don't, this is like, this is a hundred to one shot. Like, if you pick the, you know, I think the Marlins right now in baseball are not doing too great. If you just were to say, yeah, they're going to win the World Series, it could happen, but a betting person would not bet on it. Um, him getting impeached because of this stuff coming out from pro, from uh, Comey. Now, as you've uh, heard, the counselor is, you know, offering up. He's going to say he definitely won't make it to the next, to the end of the term. Um, we and he and I had a conversation where I basically was like, I don't think he's going to get impeached because of this. It may be something else. He may just be like effing him out. Um, but we couldn't agree to something. But, you know, in the spirit of everything, why don't we, we both, you know, we both like a good, I don't know, we'll find something. But I'll, I'll take, I'll take the bet that he will make it to the end of the term. I don't see any reason for him not to. Originally, I thought he was running just to run to make a point, but he won and stayed in there and really wants to stay in. So, Counselor, I will take that bet. You've heard it on air. We will come back in two years, and we'll see uh, what Counselor owes me at that time. All right, that was one thing. Um, A couple of other things I noticed, and once again, this is just I wasn't present because I've been busy to offer my rebuttal um so with uh john mccain agree with pretty much everything um a lot of things here it's like yes he was a war hero he was a great man for the country did a lot of things for us had a lot of people had like larry fitzgerald speak at his funeral uh had two former presidents not the current president speak at his funeral but also yes we have to separate the man from um the actual work that he did, and a lot of it was damaging. But in that conversation, the counselor mentioned that he might have voted for McCain, which is news to me. I had no idea. It's good to see that people are considering issues, which is what I thought, but then it kind of sounded like he said uh, it was because Gore was stiff and there was a charismatic something or other, which seems like a terrible idea. So I think the next time um, we hear from the counselor, we'll have to have him clarify exactly what he meant, because I don't think that's what he meant. But when I was listening to it, that's what I picked up. It was like, yeah, Gore stiff, and then some people like people they would like to have a beer with, something, something, something. But the the beer was kind of towards Bush versus um, McCain. But anyway, like I, I would love to expound upon why he wanted to vote uh, for McCain if he would have won and beat um, Bush in twenty two thousand eight. I mean, 2000. Uh, last thing in this segment, and then we will take a break and then jump into, actually, we'll just probably go straight into the topic of the week um, and then hit sports and other news. We forgot the breaks. Whatever. Uh, guns. Yes, that came up. I agree. Stupid comment so for the most part, but I do agree that Yes, we should be able to protect ourselves from the government. They may have tanks, but just because they have tanks doesn't mean we should lie down and just do whatever they say and not like be prepared. Uh, we need to be in a state where we can fight back. I know there's a whole different conversation about the meaning of the Second Amendment 
I'm not a legal scholar, so I'll leave that out to the counselor. But as a general, like, common sense thing, I don't just succumb to the government and say, you have tanks, so we shouldn't have anything. Should we need to arm ourselves against you? If, like, you know, all the 45 people in the Klan, white supremacists just took over the government and started coming down the street with tanks, I'm pretty sure most people want to have a gun or something to fight back if they had to. So the whole notion that we shouldn't get guns because the government is more powerful, that's that's I don't think that's the right the right argument against guns. Uh, Yes, I do like them because I enjoy going to the range and shooting them. But ultimately, the main purpose of them is protection against my family, protection for my family, excuse me, against Anybody else who tries to do harm with them, whether it be neighbors, robbers, whatever, somebody trying to come in or the government, I should be able to protect them um, with guns. All right. So we're going to take a quick break and then come back and do the topic of the week. All right. Now, I've spoken about one um, person who we lost this week. But for a lot of people, especially in the black community, that was not the big loss. Um, and this pr- this funeral actually just happened for the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. Like, I don't really have to say much more about this, but I will, of course, because that's kind of what I'm doing right now is talking. But I'm just going to just do a moment of silence right now for this for like and we'll come back to what she has done and meant okay so if you don't know anything about Aretha Franklin you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast but she clearly was a like one of the best one of the best if not the best voice of our time um not only did she do that she was a civil rights advocate she she wasn't one i think the reason why people in detroit liked her was because she wasn't she didn't get all hollywood once she got famous she still was the same person didn't run away from detroit do all that stuff like she did so many things um there's a couple of stories that i'll get into shortly but uh, talking about the um the services for her you had people like Faith Hill, Shaka Khan, Jennifer Hudson, Fantasia, the Clark Sisters. Like, if you know anything about good gospel music, the Clark Sisters. And, of course, Stevie Wonder all came there singing and dancing. Like, starting with, again, religious songs, because that's where she started. Her dad had a church. That's where everything started from her. Um, Going up a yonder, take my hand, precious Lord. Of course, Amazing Grace, because it's a funeral. And then You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. Like, those are all these songs that you think of. Like, a lot of these are her. And the best part is so many of these she covered for other people. And you, people don't even realize that a lot of her, some of the biggest hits, she didn't even originally record. She covered for other people, and you completely forget or don't even know that the original person um, actually did it. So that is, like, something... It's super amazing to her. She 
was um, transported, her, her body was transported around, and this, I believe, was like old school white Cadillac that also transported um, Rosa Parks. So that's like the company that she's being kept in. Um, so there's, there's two stories that I'm going to tell. One is about the one time that, uh, his name is escaping me. Who was it? Dark, dark, dark. I'm going to have to look stuff. Anyway, I think that was like the Grammys, some award show, and they were supposed to have uh, one of, it was like a great classical singer. And I'll look this up while we're talking because Sally, the name is, is, uh, what I mean. But anyway, the person who was supposed to sing wasn't able to make it, and they're like, okay. Um, for Pavarotti, that's exactly who it was. So, got it. That's the advent of the internet here, and this shows you exactly what's happening for a podcast. So, at the Grammys, Pavarotti was going to come and sing and wasn't able to make it. So, they were like, Aretha, you want to do? Great. What songs do you want us to do? What, you know, how to get the musicians ready to do it? Uh, you want to do, like, Art Respect or whatever it is? And she's like, what do you mean? Like, I'll do his set. I'm just going to sing his songs. Like, who else can do that? come Luciano Pavarotti and just take like sing his songs and she killed it so that's like one side of her is like the aspect of how talented and how how amazing she was but then you have like as I mentioned the civil rights side and what she did and how smart every businesswoman she was um it's always very well known that she would uh, she would very much and even her last performance perform with a purse on the stage uh, a lot of people uh, fashion whatever but no many people know this as well um, and this, I've heard this mentioned, and this part gets left off where people are like, yes, yeah, she asked to get paid up front because as you can imagine back in those days, um, especially when she first started as a black singer, people were getting stiffed all the time. Like, oh, you came to this set. Nah, I will give you a little bit or don't give you anything. I'll give you half or something. So she always asked for the money up front in cash. So there was no disputes and she never wanted it out of her sight. So what did she do? She brought her bag, color purse, whatever, got the cash in that and put it on the piano so she could always see it on the stage with her. Like, that's just like, that's just like, hey, I'm just a D-boy and you give me what I deserve. Stop fronting and a very smart businesswoman. Um, so I'm not going to say a ton more about about this. I just think we definitely need to pause and just take time to consider what she meant. We may do a much longer session section or session on this. I'll probably have more after some of the um after I see more of the funeral proceedings and kinda see what what all the other what everybody else is saying about it. But it's it is pretty amazing like her lifetime and we're just so thankful that she was here. All right, so took a little pause just to give her a just due. Now we're going to move on to sports and fatherhood. Speaking of amazing black women, Serena Williams um, is playing in the U.S. Open, but the French Open decided to take time out of their busy schedules to say that her black cat suit is banned from competition there. Now... Of course, she is doing the right thing and just saying, everything's okay, it's fine, I'll find something else to wear, no big deal. 
But of course, to those of us who know better, this is a big deal um, from just a strictly a gender perspective. It's another case of, I imagine, mostly males trying to tell a woman what she can or can't do or can or can't wear. That's like, that is crazy. Like, there's no rule against this. We realize we don't like it. They made up some BS excuse about why it is. But like, yeah, you're trying to tell her she's wearing something for performance and because it's comfortable, this clearly covering up her entire body. So you can wear something that's shorter and covers up less if you want to go that route and say women shouldn't show their bodies, which like it's their body. They can pretty much do what they want. That's maybe, maybe that's just me, but I'm not going to just come up and tell you what you can do with your body. It's your body. You can do what you want, but there are, find some BS rule. And of course we have, um, as because we have the internet and the internet never loses, there's been, people have found instances where, you know, this is now going into the race thing where white women have in the past worn entire black or and actually was white and worn like pantsuits, catsuits before, one-piece suits, and then not been an issue. But now all of a sudden Serena does it and it's like, oh my gosh, something, something, something. We have to respect something. No, you have to respect her as a woman. She can choose what she wants to wear. Like you can't keep trying to tell people what they can wear regardless. So anyway... It's one thing, more positive news. She and Venus will, at the point of this podcast being recording, will be playing. By the time you hear it, they probably will have already played. Um, I am a younger sibling, so I have always rooted for Serena. And also happy to see that she is the better of the two in her long career. As right now, she is, if not the best, top two, maybe three women in history um, of tennis. So I'm excited to see it. I think they're like 16 and 17 ranked in this. So it should be a pretty good match um, that I'm going to watch. It's always great to see them play each other. Um, There is also a video that she posted going around showing like Richard, her father, and what he did for her, how much he helped the two of them um, as they grew up, which if you haven't seen, you should check it out on Instagram. We'll, We'll put a link in the notes. And then there's another one where... Venus is actually interviewing when she was a teenager, 14 maybe, and she's like, I'm going to win. And the interviewer keeps asking, I mean, why do you think that you're so confident? Why do you think that? Why She's like, I'm just going to win. And then Richard just blasts him as like, why do you keep asking her? She told you she's good. She told you why. She told you what it is. She's confident. Why are you trying to tear her down? It's like amazing. That's as many one of the things you want to say about her father, their father, he always had that back. He did what was needed. Like in that case, some white man was trying to push her as a young black woman. And he's like, nah, nah, B, we're not having this. He put you in your place and you calm down if you want to keep doing this interview. So I'm excited to see it. We'll talk about it afterward. Other things we have going on. NCAA begins this weekend. It's a big weekend. I'm just going to go over a few of the matchups. Um, basically on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, there's a couple of games. There's games between ranked opponents. The big, big one that I think that everybody's looking at because they're highest and close, most closely ranked are number 14, Michigan, going to South Bend uh, uh, to Notre Dame. Side note, I was very close to going to Notre Dame. Um, randomly was. They was tripping, not trying to give me 
got full scholarship when everybody else had given it to me and then of course once i picked a different school they called coming back and like oh we just found some extra money randomly out of nowhere we can give you this full scholarship it's like nah be too late but anyway that's so i have been to south bend and spent time there when i was visiting and almost was a notre dame alum all right Next we have, and that's on Saturday at 4.30 Pacific. I always do Pacific because I'm just going to do the West Coast bias because that's where I am. You can figure out what time it comes on East Coast. Also, so on Sunday at 4.30 Pacific, we have number eight Miami against number 24 LSU. So ACC, SEC, this should be a good one. I'm excited because my alma maters, both of them are in the ACC. So it's always good to see them go against SEC schools because the SEC claims they are the most dominant and unstoppable in football. 4.30 Pacific on Sunday. Now, to round out the weekend at 5 Pacific, we have dun, 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 number 17 Virginia Tech Hokies, Virginia Polytechnic Institute and State University, also known as VPI, also known as VTech. In case you had noticed, I know a lot about the school because that's where I indeed got my engineering degree from. They are going against Florida State, who's number 19, once again, Monday at 5 Pacific. It should be interesting. We typically, honestly, we we really don't fare well against Florida State. My freshman year in college, telling you how old I am, we played against them in the national championship. It was not a pretty game. Mike Fick did his thing, of course, but... We had Peter Ward just running all over the place, getting basically tackled in the end zone, still catching the ball, running the punt back on us, which is our thing. So uh, I think we have a good chance. I mean, we should be. It should be a very competitive game. I actually think we can, we definitely can beat them. It just depends on if they come out ready to play. First game of the season. A lot of these games we just haven't showed up to be honest. Like when we played, we played um, USC the year they won the championship. So of course you can understand that they were the best team in the nation. They beat us. We've also played Boise the first game. That didn't work out well. We've played Alabama, which, you know, that's a whole other thing. We did uh, upset Ohio State, beat them. The year they won the national championship, we're the only team to beat them. So I do have faith in them that they're going to put on a good game. So I'm going to be excited. Can't wait to see that. All right. Time to close with fatherhood. Uh, I will have to say I'll be getting to spend more time with Kid Jr. Um, just things have been changing and lightening up. I've been taking steps away from many of the other things I do. I, partially this podcast, like I don't do, I do kung fu, but not as much. Playing basketball, not as much. A lot of the other organizations that I'm members and leaders of, I have been doing quite a bit less of that. Um, so that's been amazing. We are headed to Disney in a few weeks. This will be my second time to Disneyland, and I've been to Disney World twice, but it'll be the Kid Junior's first time, so that's going to be exciting. Um, and then I'm actually, we have family coming in this week, so taking a few days off to relax. This has been exciting. I've been looking forward to this. It took me a while at work to get everything situated like that last day before you go out of office for a while <laughs> brutal but i did it it's over and i'm done they've been handling everything while i'm gone it's pretty sweet have a great team um great team of teammates of course because they're on my team so they have to be on teammates and i'm excited i'll be off this week coming up to hang out with the family um 
Miss Wizkid, her cousin and wife are headed out here to the to California, so we're gonna hang out with them, show them around a bit. They'll get to hang out with uh, Wizkid Junior, and you know, hopefully, I'll get to hang out with Miss Wizkid quite a bit too. Anyway, last thing I wanted to talk about is uh, once again agree with the council on parts of what he said, but just wanted to point out a different thing about his uh. We was talking about which is hilarious when he told me he told me this on the phone or he told me this live and then he put it into the show about um, the story about him and his daughter saying curse word. So I definitely I do agree that like if all the thing only the worst thing you can say about somebody is like their child curses or says a bad word whatever that's I mean there's plenty more things and also I agree like there's no real bad words I always think about like who decided that you can't say bleep and you can't say this other bleep and these are all words that are unable to be said like somebody just randomly made that up in different languages because they're different and also in different languages so 100% agree with that at the same time I do realize that that's the world we live in so I will to some degree try to play by those rules and make sure my uh, try to make sure my kid doesn't curse and not curse around him because I don't want to be an issue for him. It kind of goes back to what we were talking about on one of our very first episodes about telling the you get a history you get a history project and you have to tell the truth that's in the book or tell the real truth. What do you do? How do you fight the system um, while trying to change it? I'm happy to argue and debate and try to change the system and say like why somebody just say ooh you can't say that. But at the same time, you can't, no, you can't just literally get up and start dropping F-bombs all the time. Um, so I will try to teach my kid that um, as he grows up. All right, Cutters, this was a special guest appearance. I'm going to try to do a few more. Um, so uh, you will be hearing from me. I haven't fallen off the face of the earth. As I mentioned, just a lot of other things are going on right now. Once, uh, once things clear out be talking about them on here because this is what we do we don't we just cut straight through it and tell you what's really going on um there's no need to really hide anything we just gotta gotta get some stuff gotta get some stuff done and then we'll tell you this is the life of like as uh the counselor mentioned trying to do a passion project on the side you have like real life that goes on and that is more important right now until you guys you know if you just tell all your friends and they tell all their friends cut the caca.com and uh at cut the caca on twitter we get some more followers and some more subscribers and go to itunes and uh, rate us there and tell everybody to come see it there once you do that then this won't be a passion project it'll be my real life and you will hear me every single day all right cutters peace <laughs>